Welcome. Grab a seat, glass of wine, or a shot of whiskey. Join in the conversation, but don't be surprised if you say, what she say? started drinking because I was a bit bothered but could also totally relate. So today's topic comes from a post that I saw on Instagram. Of course, the gram. Um, and it comes from the shade room actually in regards to what have you done being a fool for love for a clown. Now, a lot of us may say, no, I ain't never deal with a clown. I just had a person to manipulate me. But there are people who are honest enough to say that being young and dumb and in love, we allow things to happen or we agree to things happening because we didn't see the deceitfulness at first. We believed what a, what a person told us was true. And we believed that we was really being genuine and being down for that person believing that it could be something long-term and we're really going to go somewhere. And and all only thing you can sit and do while you're hurting and in pain is like, damn, I remember there was a point that you really used to love me. Or at least that was a great deceitfulness as well because I did this out of love, because I wanted to, because I cared. So, on that note, y'all catch up. Because this sangria is real and this topic about to be real. I'm going to pull off of a letter from my email that I am due to pull from my emails. That also goes along with a post that I read from this topic. So, pull your glasses, drink wine, grow back fast. <laughs> Throw it back. And let's get into it. Ooh, we've heard that. But, question. Do we really ignore everyone? Because not everyone is hating. Not everyone is against you in your love. But standing from the outside looking in... Sometimes it's a clearer view that things are not right. How often are we tossed up between taking advice from people around us that love us, that know us, to ignoring it and going for love? Now, there are plenty of people that can go on both sides of the fence here. There are definitely people who say, 
If I'd have listened to my family, I would not be as happy as I am right now. This turned out for the best. She made my life great and we're prospering. We've been in this for years and it's going good. Nothing's perfect. We definitely have our ups and downs, but this is us and we we are making it. Or do we say, nope, because this person said this and I heard this and I just don't feel right because this person is giving me this in my ear. And a lot of times we get so caught up in other people's perspectives of what they see and what they expect their relationship to be that they feel like sometimes they know they're doing it, but sometimes they don't even realize that they're throwing their own values and their own views on you for you to believe. Now you've picked up somebody else's views and somebody else's opinion of what your relationship should look like. So now you're hesitant to move forward with either a good person or you're strong enough to see like, "Mm, let me pull back. At the end of the day, it always has to be your own decision. Granted, people can give you their advice. That's just what it is. It's advice. It's criticism. It's their opinion. You can only gravitate to what feels right to you and be comfortable in the person that you are and your own mindset to know that I'm not tolerating XYZ. If I don't feel like this is right or if you've given me reason to believe this isn't right, then I'm going to make a better decision for myself. But when you jump into something in need, I've learned in the, the hard way. If you go into a relationship in need, you will accept anything or most things because you feel that maybe partially your need is being met of what you wanted. Don't settle for a small need when the bigger aspect of a person that you are should matter more. Don't feel like you have to belittle yourself and hide things from people around you that love you because you want this situation to work. If a person is deliberately coming at you with blatant disrespect that you are embarrassed to repeat to other people, it's probably not a good thing. If you can't tell people about all the aspects of your life, not saying, oh, they need to be in your business, but if you feel like you're embarrassed to share something, it's probably something that's not right. It's probably something that you know is not right, but you're settling for. Why are you just settling for mediocre happiness when you can have the bigger picture. Don't be so caught up in feeling like you love this little bit of a person that you're willing to accept whatever they dish at you. Because you can love you some him and love you some her from the rooftops and from the skylines on the wings of an airplane. But when we come back down to earth and we realize that this person is really not doing what's good for us and we realize the things that we're doing in secret because we can't even be comfortable enough to tell people most likely you're dealing with a clown the sad part is that we wonder how long are we going to put up with such attitudes and such actions from people in secret that we don't even share Sometimes we share every doggone thing with everybody and then everybody on the outskirts is looking at you like, so when are you going to stop it? When are you going to have enough? When is enough enough for you? And then it comes to a point that everybody around you dislikes your mate or dislikes your situation. They no longer want to hear you vent about it. They no longer want to hear you complain about it because you're still there in the situation. 
if it's that bad off that you feel like you need to vent or complain to other people about it, when do you start to hear what they're saying or hear what your own, what your insides are saying? Your gut don't lie. Unfortunately, our minds, our hearts, and our guts are never on the same page all at once. Sometimes one is going one way and the other two is going the other or vice versa. But nobody's ever on the same page. So it doesn't mean that because we want someone to love us and want someone to give us a little bit of happiness, that it's okay to be treated any kind of way. Because that's never okay. That's never what we're signing up for. Patience is key and it's so hard to say be patient and wait for what's coming for you when it is that there's so many apps and so many dating scenes out here that pretty much tell you to go look for it. When realistically, you know, a few times a needle, a couple needles in a haystack, you get it right. You really do find somebody out there by going to look. But really, are you prepared for what you're looking for? Or will you find yourself again in another situation where you're settling for what you come across? Where you really in something that could have been good and yet you're still trying to find perfection other places that where you were and what worked for you, you decided to walk away from. A lot of times we forget about compromise. Compromising within a relationship is one thing. But being naive is something different. Being, or rather, looking for perfection is unreasonable. No one is perfect, ever. Ever. Realistically. So, do we just deal and be happy or fake happy? Or do we accept our own inner growth and want to be more than what we leave ourselves to be it's all great and it's all fine when you don't want to be alone and you feel like you love them but guess what you can also be crying saying you love you some him (laughs) don't sit up crying it's not worth it And I think a lot of times we do reach that point that we feel like we have literally lost our everlasting mind putting in too much for something to only know in the long run you got fucked over. So first I want to read one of the posts that I saw underneath of this, um, one of the comments that I saw underneath this post. The young lady stated that she was dating a guy he was struggling just started his business and to help him push him because that's what we do at least that's what we should be doing pushing our partners when they have something great going on and motivating them 
to do better, be better, because in the long run, it could be better for the both of you. So you offer that support. So he's going on a business trip. He doesn't really have the money to pay for the hotel. She goes in her pocket. She pays for the hotel. All to find out the hotel room was for him and another chick in Korea. Like, seriously, that's a gut punch, especially when it is that you both are trying to build yourself up together. Whether you have money put away in savings, you want to get savings or you want to get right now money. It's still your money that you decided to what you thought was helping your partner all to find out that they was playing games. It's, it's a gut punch. It definitely hurts, but we definitely had our all, all of us had our own situations. And I'm not going to leave no rock unturned because I definitely as well had my share. I definitely had an ex that I I, I truly believe she probably put the clown suit on me. <laughs> because I now look at it like I lost my everlasting mind. It was nothing good coming for my or my benefit at all. I thought that I loved this young lady so much to the point that she was coming out of something bad and the way it was presented to me like oh the ex was doing her dirty this that and the third I let her her mother and her daughter come and live with me. Yes, you heard it right. I took in a whole family. <laughs> I let them all come and stay with me. This girl has cheated on me multiple times, but I think the last draw had to be when back on MySpace, because that's how old it was. I've definitely grown and matured <laughs> so much more. Um, that's definitely been about maybe more than like 15 years ago. Yeah, I want to say more than that. But... MySpace, I'm sitting on the phone with one of my good friends and I'm sitting here trying to decode messages. This, it wasn't even Ebonics, y'all. I don't know what the heck they were speaking, but some kind of way when you mad, you figure it out. And I figured out them words and them letters with no vowels jumbled up together. And they're talking about how they miss each other. They miss the sex and this, that, and third. I can't wait to see you. Are you coming to your show by yourself? This, that, and third. I'm like, I know this ungrateful bitch is not. Nonetheless, she cheated with this young lady and I found out about it. She decided she wanted to leave. Well, this is the problem. This girl was staying on somebody else's living room floor. So the stupidity of this young lady was that she decided, oh, I'm going to cheat on the person who took in my family and go be with someone that's staying on. Not even she don't have no furniture in her own place. She didn't even have her own place. She literally left to go be with a chick that stayed from house to house on other people's floors and sofas. Like, are you kidding me? Really? So this is no new 2019 type of stuff. People been doing dumb shit like this for years. But I'm so happy to say that never have I gotten myself in another predicament like that. But when you think that you're in love, you're trying to help people grow and build themselves. And I really thought that she had potential to build herself into something more and where she was trying to take her supposedly career 
and it went nowhere. It flopped. It all flopped after me. Call it karma. Call it bad luck. Call it unstable. Call it everything along with ungrateful. But people will get out of you as much as you give into them. And it's hard to try to decipher that when you're already in a relationship. A lot of these things we need to figure out prior to. How do we get in the relationship with the person? How did it even become a relationship when we should have just been friends for, or just associates for that matter, way beforehand to know the type of situations that these per- that these people are in? A good lay will lose your, your train of thought real quick. And you think that you got things under control and you really don't. Because now you're in it only for the sex and nothing else works out. You're putting your your time, your effort, your money, your you put you're putting in so much for a person to betray you on such a level that it's embarrassing, it's hurtful, and you wonder what's the next step. allow a person to stay not allow I I take that back because people are grown adults they do what they want to do at the end of the day whether they're married single or in a relationship they still are a person and an individual they still can do whatever they want but how is it okay and we accept someone to say I'm not coming home I got some things on my mind The communication in your relationship should be the first priority. Talking to other people outside of your relationship adds another person to the mix, also adds another opinion and another another layer of confusion because another person will give you their opinion, but they'll give you their their opinion from their view. When things are not right within your relationship, and you can't even communicate about it, the, the problem will continue to get bigger. I say this to say that a lot of times we feel like, oh, we're dealing with a clown and this clown won't even um, fix things or want to talk about things. We didn't create that boundary to say, no, we're going to talk this out. This is what's going to happen or this is it. Like if we can't talk about a simple disagreement, then it then escalates to, a person talking to you however they want to talk to you or not talking to you at all and you're then blindsided to I don't really know what's going on within our relationship just to keep the drama down I just don't argue I don't bring certain stuff up we just don't talk about it so is it fair for one person to be sad and confused and upset because they're not happy of what's going on in a relationship no You continuously let people run over top of you and talk to you any kind of way that things just, it's not slipping through the cracks no more. It's it's blunt, wide open, and in your face. It then turns into blatant disrespect. And nobody with a red nose should ever be able to disrespect you. Grab back your respect.
Hey, Sayers. You shouldn't take so long to call me, guys. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in every week. I truly appreciate it. Definitely hit us up here at what she say at my talking heart two zero one seven at gmail.com. Again, my talking heart two zero one seven at gmail.com. Or you can always shoot us a call at 346-306-1010. 346-306-1010. Hope to hear from you soon. So today's She Slay, We Slay, I Slay shout out goes to Shan Booty. It's S-H-A-N-B-O-O-D-Y. Her Instagram is The Game of Desire, which is the title of her new book. Guys, when I say this book is so beneficial with setting out boundaries, knowing what we really want out of a relationship, getting where we need to be to even start dating, to be in a relationship. Like reading this book has definitely changed my whole mindset. Uh, The idea of dating is definitely not in my path right now because I want to make sure in every aspect that I personally am ready to be in something and to take on someone else. But also, instead of just talking about my boundaries and things that I want and what I don't want out of relationship, really notating those things and really getting to that point to getting those things she shows you so many tips and aspects she support this woman because when she slay we slay i slay so on to the letter this letter comes from michelle her name is going to be michelle today so the beginning of her letter she she first um checks and see how i'm doing she fusses because i have been mia (laughs) thanks honey um but the gist of her letter is she says, hey T, 
I'm in a relationship, been with this guy for 10 years. We're now married. The first six years, it was on and off. He had a girlfriend. He didn't have a girlfriend. He had a new baby mother, no girlfriend. And it was just always a tedious back and forth cycle. We decided to stop all the games and be together. Going into an actual relationship with him, I was aware of one child. While engaged, I found out about a two-year-old daughter. I decided to still stay and stated that if I love this man enough, that I will take on the baggage that comes along with it. It comes with the person, and I love the person, so I chose to deal. Two years within our marriage, there comes to be... It looks as though (laughs) there comes another child, this child being the same age as his daughter. So now there's three children. I have none of my own, and yet I don't want to have resentment towards his children, but it's becoming to be unbearable. I caught him texting another woman. He states that it's a co-worker, which does not make things easy for me. How am I to proceed in a relationship with a person that obviously does not respect me, does not solely love me, and yet wants to be other places? What do I do, especially when I'm already married? I don't want to give up on our love, or at least the love that I have. How do I go? So, when I read this, I read it twice, just to make sure. So we have a total of three children all together in the midst of them getting to know each other over the previous years because they didn't dive right into a relationship. But not diving into a relationship doesn't mean that, oh, I'm okay with having an open relationship once we decide to be committed to each other. That's the whole point of being just solely committed, just only to us, each other. So the idea that, okay, granted, yes, When you get married, you do take on the family, the issues, everything. But it's what you're willing to. I honestly would have said pause at the engagement to see if this is really what you wanted. Did you want the the title of being married that much that you were willing to take on another kid? As well as take on the possibility of him not being loyal to you. It sounds like the trust wasn't fully there, but yet you were happy with the idea of wanting to get married. In no way, shape, or form should we be so happy for a title that we decide I'm going to deal with whatever comes with it. I'm the wife. I got the house. I got the car and the kids. And in your situation, you don't even have kids, which honestly is a good thing. There's no ties in the event that you guys do call it off a good No, I'm not saying give up on your marriage, but I would suggest maybe some type of counseling because if he indeed really wants to be in this marriage, he has to learn how to respect you. He has to decide if he even wants to be with you, not just hold on to you. The most evilest thing that a person can do is know that you're reliable. So they want to just hold on to you. You're the fallback guy. You're you're the safe haven. If nothing works with nobody else, I know I can always come to you. You'll give me an ear, a pillow, a meal, and some ass. 
no, that's not okay. Never should you result to any of those things as a person's last resort. I don't want to be your cheerleader when it is that I'm not the first person that you're running up to the sidelines to hug and kiss. Don't be so eager to support people in something when they're not really as loyal as you think they are to you. And again, that starts from the beginning stages. In the beginning, it already looked shaky. It already looked like it wasn't going to work out. It already looked like there was already issues that was unresolved. We got happy at the proposal and that was good enough. He wants me. He's dedicated to me. This is where it is. We're going to be happy. No, because the behavior didn't change. It just added a layer of shut up to it. The ring and the proposal was a shut up. Turn your head. Don't worry about what I'm still doing. You got the ring. We live together. I come home most nights, so that's good enough. Don't ask me what I'm doing when I leave out the door. That is so disrespectful and not okay. If you want to be in an open relationship, you should always let that person know. Be upfront. You'd be surprised what some people are really okay with. It really doesn't bother them. They're a-okay with it, and that's cool. But for a person that you know solely wants to be with you and is not for the games, you're only hurting that person more in the long run by continuing beyond the first date. If you get on that first date and you really start to conversate with that person and you really realize like, dang, she might really be for real. Dang, he might really be serious. I'm not really ready for that right now. I'm not ready to settle down. Then that's what you say. A lot of times there are situations where people force themselves to say, no, nah, I'm okay. I, I don't want nothing else. That I, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And you're talking to another person that's not ready. But when the emotions change, when the conversations change, when you start talking about more deeper things, you're spending more time together, you're having more sex, and you're staying up late nights on the phone, like... All of those things tie into emotionally getting more connected with a person. Once you are emotionally invested into a person, it's hard to change that. Even when you see things are fucked up, it's so hard to move away from a person that you are emotionally connected to. Giving your body to a person is so emotional. And once you once you broke that barrier and it becomes more than just, oh, we're fucking, we're actually having sex and we're making love. It's more layers of emotions. It's not so easy to say, oh, all right, I'm going to fuck you with my shoes on and then I'm out. <laughs> it's a total different thing. What you say gets to that person emotionally what you do get to that person emotionally so to add on layers and layers of untrust disrespect and questionability like those things play a factor on the mind and it makes you worry it makes you stressed but so much emotion is already tied into it and your heart is invested that it's not so easy to walk away you don't care if other people see or they don't see. You prefer that they don't see because you're emotionally connected and you're not ready to let go. 
So with all the advice in the world that anybody can give you, you're never going to let go until you have emotionally detached yourself. At this point, I feel like they're already married. It's worth saving. Try to make it work. But you need an outside element to help because the communication is not there. You're not able to express what you really want and what he really wants and what he's willing to sacrifice and what you're willing to sacrifice. And just because you took him on with his kids and him, his cheating, that's not really a full on sacrifice. Cause those, those things involve other people and other things. A true sacrifice within your relationship is compromise between the two of you, not something that automatically adds someone else. Whether it's family, another woman, another child, whatever, children, like it, it just doesn't matter. Those are extra elements. A true compromise and negotiation coming between two people are between them. How can they sustain together when no one else is there? Even when the kids are gone to college or moved out of the house, when the family has, heaven forbid, passed away or moved out of state or things fall out between them. At the end of the day, the vows were taken between you and that person and when it comes down to your situations and your issues, it's between you and that person. Other people's opinions and ideas and values don't matter. It's what you see you wanting out of your relationship and for yourself and the same thing vice versa the other person. Trying to show face for other people like things are great and it's not, no. Being devalued and disrespected, that's not okay. One, if not both of you, are not ready to be in a full-on relationship and definitely not marriage. But you've reached that point, so you try at least to make it work. If one person is, is definitely running in the opposite direction with their actions or their words, sometimes it's both, then... It's only but so much fighting you can do. Because when a person is ready to go and they've already gone, rather, it's, it's not too much that you can really do to change their mind. Because then you're changing who you are as a whole just to make that person come back to you. No one's perfect, but... And we always need room for growth. We always have room for growth. But that doesn't mean change who you are completely and belittle your values just to deal with someone for a, a pocket change worth of love. A little bit of love that just fit in a change purse. That's not worth it. When a person says that they love you and they take those vows and they say that they want to really be with you and spend their life with you. They love you bigger than the universe. Know your worth. Accept the love that's meant for you. Don't force it. That is it. It is a wrap, guys. Uh, I hope you didn't drink the whole bottle, but if it is, there's no judgment. By all means, sometimes it's needed. Let's start out next week off with a great productive week, guys. 
Let's accomplish more than what we got in our minds to do. Let's be great. Be awesome. Don't forget. Let your mind be open, but let your heart be wider. Talk from it. Just say it. Thank you.